Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 145 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. It has happened finally. Virat Kohli brought up his 71st international century after a wait of over 1019 days today. Kohli who scored his last century on 23rd November 2019 against Bangladesh brought up a welcome hundred against Afghanistan in the dead rubber clash of the Asia Cup. Kohli ultimately finished with that scintillating knock, 122 not out of 61 balls, which was the highest individual T20I score for India. He also managed to surpass Rohit Sharma's 118 against Sri Lanka in Indore in 2017. He also now has equaled Ricky Ponting's mark of 71 international centuries. Only Sachin Tendulkar has scored more runs than Kohli and Ponting. On the podcast today we have Hari Prasad who's a very proactive and enthusiastic cricket fan but most importantly he's an ardent Virat Kohli fan like me so who better to discuss this special knock with Hi Hari Prasad welcome back to the podcast i think this is perhaps the first time in the history of my podcast that you know i'm recording an episode as soon as the match is done it is 11:40 now and uh, special knocks like this do call for special episodes so what are your first thoughts on being here hi neha yes first i'm really happy to be back i mean we did do an episode like around like when you were in your early stages of your podcast career and yes i'm really happy i can come back over here and yeah the excitement is too huge i mean <laughs> i i i didn't think twice before actually Uh, saying yes to whatever you asked me so yeah i mean i just accepted it and i'm really happy that i'm here exactly you know likewise just really looking forward to this conversation now the wait for this you know 71st 100 was finally over today right now virat kohli ended his long drought for a century in international cricket now this came in the form of his maiden t20i 100 and this was perhaps the format that we least expected it to come from so what were what are your first thoughts on this uh, century and how happy are you well obviously the emotions are high because i mean i've been a diehard virat fan since 2016 and even before that i was tracking his career like mm. closely so obviously the emotions are really high and and obviously as every virat fan would know that century drought has really been affecting him and the fans as well mm. so i would say that this was a much needed knock for him and glad it came at the right time just before the t20 world cup at australia so yeah i mean it was obviously in a format that anyone least expected because everyone has been criticizing his t20 game of late i mean mm-hmm. he did not really have a good ipl season back in 2022 as well and so that was like some of the few reasons why uh people didn't want him to be in the t20 team as well so mm. he took that break which was really needed and i guess he's come strong out of it and it's only upwards uh from here onwards and also to mention the fact that he has mentioned it before that he loves opening the batting for whichever team he plays and i think even faf duplessy mentioned it before and that's the reason why they had to promote that that's the reason why they promoted him up the batting order for rcb as well and and he did get that one innings against the gujarat titans hmm. 
where we didn't feel like he was struggling for runs or struggling to play shots. So that was one of the few rare innings where he actually played like the old Virat, but maybe not completely, but mm. at least showed signs of it. So maybe coming to the openings slot like really helped him to score a big knock and I'm glad that happened today. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you spoke about so many pointers that we will be uh, talking about in the course of this episode as well. But to put things in perspective, right? Now, Virat Kohli has hit an international 100 after three years. Now, this is precisely 1020 days as he, you know, stepped up for India in this dead rubber against Afghanistan. Now, do you think the monkey is finally off Virat's back? And uh, how long was, you know, this uh, statistic nagging you as a fan? Well, for starters, I don't think he was exactly out of form because he did have some good games. Like Maybe I wouldn't count this year, but before that, at least, he did look in good touch with the bat. He wasn't exactly like struggling for runs at such. It was that one shot, as people say. I mean, to give a big example, it was that one outside edge of Anderson. So there were many shots like that where he used to play a rash shot and just lose his wicket because of that when he was like perfectly set. Mm. So that was one reason which that stat affected me a lot. Otherwise, I would say, like personally, his form did not affect me a lot because mm. he did look in good touch. I mean, it wasn't like he was struggling for runs. Mm. But... Yes, like you said, the frustration was surely there when he was when that three figures eluded him, and it it made me feel like I don't know, I I just didn't want him to play at sometimes because I mm. got frustrated to that extent, and I think this almost came like this year where he was he I would say almost at rock bottom, mm. but yes, I'm really glad he is out of it at the moment and. Today's excitement just shows. <laughs> exactly. And I think in Virat's case, he's been a, a you know, victim of his own standards every time, you know, scoring those uh, big hundreds for fun. And even, you know, getting those good 50 plus scores weren't enough for his fans. Now, uh, if we observe, right, during the match too, Virat received a lifeline. He was batting at 28 when uh, uh, Afghani fielder messed up the catch and the ball went for a six. Now, how relieved were you at that moment? And did you expect such a mind-blowing knock to follow? Well, obviously, if any Indian batter is playing out there and you see the opposition drop a catch, it would be a relief for any Indian fan out there and hmm. especially when he's your favorite player, that relief is to another level. <laughs> Although the catch was dropped, I did not really expect much because like I said before, the frustration was up there and I just didn't want to get my hopes up. Hmm. So I just wanted to see like the way he took his game out there and in the end, yes, he did end up taking his chances and got that 71st finally. 
exactly and uh, even when you look at india's performance right this was a game you know brimming with the positives and i think one of the positives that we would also talk about here is how india got off to a flying start right now kohli and uh, stand in skipper kl rahul attacked the bowlers from the outset now there has been a lot of criticism about how india doesn't make the most of power plays there's an apparent uh, weakness against spinners as well now the duo right at the top added 119 runs for the first wicket before uh, kl rahul departed for 62 So uh, you know considering how there's so much criticism regarding their batting how impressed were you today you know with this duo and in the absence of rohit sharma they did still perform well right well yes i mean uh, i would say that rohit is a really vital uh, player for the indian team i mean apart from being the captain he is like since this asia cup he is known to be given those starts i mean whenever he goes out to open the batting with KL Rahul he is known to take up the accelerator role i mean this is something which i've been observing since this asia cup hmm. where he gets to starts with like strike rates more than 140 150 so that actually like gives a really big boost to for india although yes he did lose his wicket uh, at times apart from that 50 he scored hmm. but yeah i mean it's it's a really helpful thing for india whenever he comes out because let me like be honest uh, both uh, all the three of them aren't really like fast starters of the game mm-hmm. although they have the potential to be so it's i mean they do take their time to actually settle into the innings and then mm-hmm. take it uh, big uh, once they get deep into the innings so seeing rohit actually give those starts was actually a really relief it was a, it was a really big relief and obviously we know how virat has been like this season he struggled to get those runs has shown out frustration and obviously even kl rahul with that injury did not have much game time i mean even during zimbabwe he did get like he did not get a chance to bat in the first game and then he had to promote himself up the order ended up getting a duck but yeah did score some runs in the third odi but again i don't think obviously that is not enough for some practice out in the game like actually actual match time i mean mm. so i would say that this was really needed for both of them not only virat mm. because even kl rahul did get a good um, what do you say Yeah, routed uh, get a good score. A yeah, good score out there. Hmm. Uh, like, I mean, it wasn't only a good score, but he did the uh, pace his innings well. So I would say it really boosts uh, it boosts their confidence for the coming World Cup. Absolutely, you know that kind of confidence is certainly needed. And when you look at Virat Kohli's knock too, he was uh, you know really timing the ball well, and he looked like he was in a whole other zone. Now, even the authoritative pull shot against uh, Farid Ahmed's uh, short ball, he cleared the deep mid wicket boundary to reach that elusive hundred, right? So, what is your first reaction? Because Virat is often known to play it safe when he comes in the nineties, but this time he just looked confident, right? you know i would be honest i actually just walked out of the hall at that time because i didn't want <laughs> to watch that i mean i know him to be playing that one rash shot when he's like completely set or even in the nervous 90s mm. so i just walked out of the television at that time and 
was just praying that he gets that third that uh, triple score because obviously when he gets to that stage you know that it's obviously a possibility but yeah i mean i couldn't uh, handle that pressure so i just thought mm-hmm. i just walk away from the screen at that time I'm glad he did get that and yes of course i really missed this part, type of virtually in the past few months because obviously like i mean I've, i kept i've kept saying this and i'll keep saying it again that struggle was there this year and mm. he couldn't capitalize on even those small starts he used to get not only struggling for form but whenever he got those starts the capitalization did not happen from his end so since this asia cup it's just been upwards for the man and i just hope he takes his form to the world cup as well exactly he is a classy player and uh, with this 102 he has equaled ricky ponting's uh, record you know for the most uh, centuries in international cricket now kohli has 7100s while sachin tendulkar is right at the top uh, you know of that elite list with uh, 103 figure scores now not to jinx it but do you see kohli uh, eventually break sachin tendulkar's record considering he is kind of back into this purple patch form well yes i mean i i would date this back to like the years 2016 to 2018 and that's when he had that like brilliant purple patch with the world cup with the ipl and obviously the test form that he had mm-hmm. i would be honest i really thought virat would like go past sachin by a mile maybe i don't know 120 130 obviously might not be realistic but as a young fan you would obviously think that he'd go like miles ahead of sachin but yeah again he is a human in the end and obviously these form slumps can happen to anyone not and virat is no exception to that mm. and also not to mention i mean not to forget that the cruel in international schedule can take a toll on anyone mm. and obviously like i mentioned virat's also a human so it can take a, it has taken a toll on him because he is a vital cog for like all the three formats not only a single or two formats here virat playing all three formats and being a major part of the 11 would would have to force him to like maybe rest for few series which are coming hmm. like are coming in the future so i would say just take things one at a time like the 71st has come right now so I'll just say cherish this moment and just see what happens in the future exactly and virat kohli has often you know been uh, thrown in situations where he has to step out of his comfort zone and today probably was one such moment right now he opened the innings for india and uh, he had kl rahul uh, with him and they did begin on a cautious note and this was a good batting pitch you know considering india got 212 but i think it was kohli who really you know cut loose took the onus of scoring those big runs in the power play so how good was that intent and you know going ahead to the t20 world cup as well having him as a backup opener or uh, do you see how do you see this uh, play in the scheme of things no actually what i felt when they announced that kl will be opening with virat was i mean if you observed pakistan also have the same template yeah they have both babar azam and mohammad rizwan opening for them who mm. actually to take their time to like 
like build their innings and then go all like all blaze in the end of it. And they have Fakhar Zaman at uh, number three who can like start hitting the ball from maybe ball one as well. So today's template was such where we had KL and Virat opening and Surya Kumar coming at number three. So I mean, I was just hoping that they would like take their innings deep. I take their innings one at a time and then go ablaze at the, like in the end of it. And maybe AKL did fall short of a big score, but Virat showed that intent and he also ended up playing ball like the bowlers he wasn't comfortable with, bowlers meaning spinners over here, because we know that he's been struggling with spin of late and he also. Ended up playing those shots, which he's like maybe not completely known for. Like we know that Virat barely plays the sweep, and he developed that very late into his career. But he played that sweep with so much confidence. I mean, I think he also played the slog sweep twice in the previous game, like hmm. not the one against Sri Lanka, the one before that against uh, Pakistan, I reckon. So yeah, I mean. Seeing him play those shots, like it was just amazing to be honest. And yeah, it showed that he's out of his comfort zone. And I would say that the break that he took before the Asia Cup just helped him. And yeah, I mean, like I've kept keep like I keep saying, it's just upwards for him from here. Exactly. And another positive was how, you know, Kohli hit six sixes and 12 boundaries to score those 122 runs. Now, the percentage of runs scored through boundaries is very significant here. So, what, according to you, worked well for Virat today? Well, we know Virat for running between the wickets. I mean, he is known to, like, like run so fast that by the time the bowler hits the stumps or gives it to the person behind the stumps, he's already there, like miles ahead. So he mostly relies on that. And obviously everyone cannot be like him. So maybe he like messes out on like scoring runs from that end. And maybe they play less boundaries. But today, like you mentioned, he ended up hitting six sixes and 12 fours in Hmm. his innings of 122. So that was one thing which is really good because he was back to his old uh, 2016 self. Like I remember and like remember Harsha Bogli mentioning that Virat wanted to hit more sixes in his IPL, like the 2016 IPL. And Mm. he ended up with a lot of sixes that that series, I mean, that uh, tournament, I don't really remember the exact number, but... Mm. He did have a like a really good IPL in terms of boundaries as well. So to see him do that today as well, like gave me nostalgia from the 2016 season. And yeah, I mean, he took those risks as well, which was lacking previously. I mean, mm. going for shots which are not really off his comfort, like I mentioned before, the sweep shot. Yeah. So that was like, I think, I mean, he knows that he's clear in his mind that he has to take risks whenever needed. And also, obviously, not, like I forgot to mention that, but he had a problem when it 
came to playing in the middle overs hmm. i mean he used to slow down a lot and that's something he did not do today and obviously in the asia in the whole of asia cup and he went on to score big today so that was really great yeah it was really good to see and kohli you know seems to be aging like fine wine now kohli at 33 years and 307 days also becomes the oldest indian batter to hit a t20 i 100 and he's also the highest run getter this year in asia cup i i read the statistic and you know for a good minute i was like wow virat is actually aging but i think with knocks like this he is certainly silencing all those you know who want him out of uh, the t20 team so what are your thoughts on the same and uh, virat kohli is still relevant right in the shortest fa- format if this knock doesn't give an indication what else could you know i would start off with the quote saying that old is gold <laughs> so i mean yeah see if i have to give another example other than virat there was sachin as well where he had that uh, lean patch between 2005 to 2007 i reckon and hmm. he was backed by the selectors and the staff and he eventually got back his consistency and even ended up scoring a double 100 and breaking many records obviously including the the 100 100s that he scored exactly i mean i'm pretty sure virat would know that and would also think that okay fine i mean i'm also capable of the same but mm-hmm. obviously things are different right now because the international schedule is starting to become a burden on many of the players so it would obviously he would have to take frequent breaks as he is also aging so but obviously he is a special player and we know how much he thinks um how many things he is capable of hmm. so he has to hope that he ages like fine wine <laughs> exactly and uh, you know virat has been under immense pressure for the last few months we've spoken about this widely in the episode 2 and this lean patch which you know according to many people's standards was lean and you know some experts even questioned his place in the t20 team they felt his strike rate was not up to the mark or you know that his average was just there and he was just in you know, a stack padding but kohli has i think literally shut all those critics with this scintillating knock right and even before this match kohli has scored uh, those two fluent half centuries he has showed signs of returning to form now even now uh, you know going ahead we have some important series and we have the t20 world cup uh, you think these are good signs and how does this augur well for india you know ending the asia cup on a high entering uh, you know the coming series with a better mindset well for starters obviously this will increase virat's confidence a lot because obviously he knows the fact that he has been eluded of that three figure score and now that he's got it i'm pretty sure he's it's only going to be upward for him in the end and what i feel is like he's finally showing the signs of the virat of 2016 to 2018 where he used to be that risk taker and he is not scared of taking any bowler taking on any bowler hmm. so i mean i'm pretty sure that it's going to be upwards for him and obviously the t20 world cup is in australia and everyone knows that australia has been a very good place for him i mean he's got some of his best knocks over there so i'm 
pretty sure he's going to make it count at Australia and the series is before that as well. I'm really sure that he will add a real, he'll be a really big asset to the Indian team in the T20 format, hmm. wherever he plays actually, even if it's opening for India or even coming at one down. I feel he's going to be a really very key player for India because he's a very valuable player and I don't think he should be counted out of the team. Absolutely. You know, any given day, Virat Kohli is your vital cog in the team. And here's hoping the best for him. You know, this 71st century, hopefully, you know, snowballs into him scoring a lot more runs and it extends to this brilliant purple patch that we fans also get to witness. And, uh, you know, that does conclude our uh, short and brief discussion on this amazing knock. Thank you so much, Hari Prasad, you know, for joining me on such short notice. I know, you know, we're such ardent Virat fans that, you know, coherently put our thoughts in this episode <laughs> was quite a task. And uh, as, you know, I've been telling, like, let's hope this is the start of something special for Virat. Here's hoping we can do uh, more collaborations like this again. And uh, until next time, take care and bye. Yeah, thank you so much, Neha. With this, we draw curtains on the episode that served as a celebration and acknowledgement for Virat Kohli's 71st International Century. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support throughout. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never on the back foot on Twitter for the latest facts, terminology, retweets, fresh tweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.